Absolutely. Oh shit, Chadley. We're oh, about to break shit. off a hundo. We Can you believe it? I, I cannot believe it. I cannot fucking believe it, dude. This is the hundredth episode of movie epidemic. Holy shit. When, when did we start doing this? 2014? Is that right? Yeah, is that it's right? been a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. Holy shit, yeah, 2014. Which, which makes makes sense because we almost do one a week, so like 50 yeah. weeks. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ish. Yeah, yeah, around, you know, we miss a week I mean, here or there. Yeah, well, I, I would say we did a lot less. We did about less in 2014, and then in 2015, we did like fucking six a week, so. <laughs> yeah, in 20, dude, 2015, there were so many episodes. I'm so sorry if you're a fan of the show in 2015. There was just too much content. There was a lot um, of content. Yeah, now there's now there's a steady stream of content. I feel we try to get we get try to get as much out to the masses as we can. But this is episode one fucking hundred of movie epidemic. Man, we've uh, just so, so much. I like yeah. I like doing this podcast, Chadley. It's a it's it's like it takes everything I like about the concept of a book club, except for I don't have to read any books. I can just watch a film and then yell about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And then we get to talk about how much. Which finger is in a movie? Which movie is Liam finger? Yeah, I, I I'll throw out some stats uh, just because. Uh, yeah, it's the episode one hundred. I don't even know you. You're the only one who looks at the stats, so I don't know them at all. I just come in and pray to God people are listening. So we on YouTube we have ninety five thousand views. Um, that that's that, good. that accounts that accounts for all eight hundred videos we have. But uh, that's like our, the episodes range from like twenty to a hundred. I think a couple of them have like 700, which I don't know what happened there, but someone must have been passing it around or something. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> and, uh, they're like, hey man, this this guy, these these guys don't stop talking about Liam Neeson's witch finger. <laughs> so so uh, that's pretty good. We we've uh, hit 200 subscribers on YouTube. We've hit about we don't have we don't have a lot as many on iTunes. We got like 60 60 subscribers. I think that's yeah, but like good. more more people. We, we don't really. ITunes. Am I correct? We, yeah. We don't really push that quite as much. I, I think I think a lot of people actually listen on YouTube now. Oh, okay. God bless you guys. God bless you. Which is better for us because we actually get money from that. So. Yeah, and I, and I know that we don't have a lot of listeners, but the people who do listen, God bless you guys. Well, uh, there's definitely people because I do get tweets occasionally of uh, people like referencing silly shit we said on here. So uh, there are people listening, and I do appreciate that. Uh, it's not like this is more for us though, really, to recap. Yeah. Absolutely, it's it's like. it's a it's a push for me so that I can watch every movie that comes out every year. Yeah, it also I think for me I, I like doing this show because it helps me work on my on my improv and uh, just comedy in general. I think it, I think we we've gotten a lot of good bits out of this show, Chadley. I think that's yeah, there's some uh, good I really jokes. Appreciate that. Yeah, God bless you. God bless me. And, um, and I get to catch up with Chadley every week because other than this, we're not really the very good friends, so we don't talk very <laughs> often. But yeah. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't hung out in over a year and a half, probably. <laughs> ah, maybe, it's maybe a business not. relationship. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm so celebrating. Let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about these brews we got here, Chadley. All right, why, why don't you go first? Why don't you tell me about your brew? This is a this is a Velvet Fog from Wild Rose Brewery. It's just down the street from me, so I usually like to support local. Um, this okay. is a very good uh, uh, unfiltered wheat ale, so gets you pretty fucking trashed because it's a uh, it's 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 like it's not it's it's a light beer, but it's like unfiltered, so it's like wheaty. It's good. What's what's the percentage on that bitch? <sighs> Let's see. It's like five, but five. All right. Let me tell you. It, me... it, it is a craft beer, so they they get you more fucked up. Let me tell you about what I got here. This uh, this is called beer beer. Oh uh, yeah. 
I don't know if you ever had beer, beer. Our boy Lauxy was telling us about this. Yeah, um, I uh, this is seven dollars for a sixer. Um, it's the shittiest beer on the planet. It was made in Red Deer, Alberta. Uh, other mm-hmm. than that, there's no information on the can. It just says beer, beer, and five percent alcohol. There's <laughs> nothing on the can other than the logo. Uh, and then here it says it was made in in Red Deer. Um, so yeah. this is beer, beer. Uh, I'm really excited to crack this. I got wasted as shit last night on some right, beer, God beer. Bless. Yeah, our our buddy, our buddy Lauxy, friend of the show. Uh, I know, I know, he stopped at your place uh, for for a visit there. He lives yeah. nowhere near. He lives nowhere near either of us. And in the last week, he made a road trip that hit both of us. Which yeah, was, absolutely. I enjoy. <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. We got so, I that night that Lauxy was here. I got more trash than I've been since then. Like since I was remember that Jewish house party we went to, and I got real fucking yeah, yeah. trash, real fucking fast. Yeah, you were so drunk, dude. And you had like six beers. That guy got real mad because he just drank all of his beers. Oh, dude, he told me I could though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. Like, I don't fault. I don't fault you for it. You just you got mad for making that decision. He, he was like, he was like, hey man, help yourself. And I was like, hey. <laughs> all right then. Either way, either way. Uh, this is yeah. This is beer, beer. I, I I picked it up primarily because I thought the name was hilarious, and then I tried it, and I was like, oh, dude, that's a real shitty beer. Like on a, on a, like, what is it? Does it taste more or less metallic-y than Pabst? Oh, more, way more metallic-y than way more metallic-y. All right, <laughs> way more. Like it's almost got like like it's it's almost got like a like a like steel, aluminum. yeah, like an aluminum aluminum taste. Like it almost just tastes like straight aluminum at this point. That's with, what I with, like about Pabst because it's like almost liquid aluminum. It's so metallic-y. <laughs> Dude, it's so syrupy. Fucking Pabst is so fucking gross. <laughs> Pabst is not good, but and and like the problem with Pabst is it was it was fine when it was cheap, but now that it's expensive, who the fuck would buy that? <laughs> yeah, no, no, because like it was because indie kids started following it and were like, yeah, Pabst is a joke. Like, well, it's still at, still at like uh, when I go to like concerts and like places that have it on tap, it's still the cheapest thing. It's like four dollars or whatever. Yeah, or like so three dollars for, um, for a tall boy. So I, that makes sense. But when you buy a pack and it's like the same price as like a six pack of these, why the fuck would I buy Paps? So I live um I live about three hundred steps away from the largest uh, stadium in the on the continent. Um, it's <laughs> literally yes. like I can see from my house. And I went to it last week, and I went and saw a hockey game. And can I tell you a fun fact? Yeah. At this place, this is fucking nine dollars, dude, son. 12 oh okay it's it's nine dollars at, at, at my stadium so but you gotta pay you gotta pay for that new billion dollar fucking stadium so uh makes sense yeah it's yeah it's true it's true this thing's fucking huge it has the it also has uh the continent's largest e- escalator you know you know what i liked about that they had a they had a webcam on the thing as they were building it and my dad is so into uh the edmonton oilers that he would just sometimes watch the fucking stadium being built oh, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing he's like oh, i'm just i'm just seeing how these boys are doing out here it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, here. just keeping them going his job to do that stream holy fuck we need to get that job yeah holy shit but um yeah, your papa's pretty probably pretty stoked. Or Edmonton Oilers number one in the league right now, baby. Yeah, he's like this it. isn't this isn't a, this isn't a hockey puck. This isn't puck nuts, Chadley. We're not doing puck nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I'd love pucks. to. I'd love to do a hockey podcast with my father. 
That would be fucking yeah, fantastic. Yeah, dude, I would dude, I would listen to that every day. <laughs> every day of my life would be just listening to you and your poppy talking about about hockey. Oh dude, me and my poppy tried, and hockey. I tried to get him I tried to get him on this show to talk about Jason Bourne one time, but he wasn't he wasn't having any of it. He's oh, like, he was nah. having none of it? I don't do that. Well, because like his thing is that he doesn't have anything analytical to say about the Bourne franchise. He'd just come out and be like, perfect film. <laughs> that's, that's true. <coughs> so today, Chadley, I'd wanted, I wanted to go over some of our favorite highlights of the, the past 99 episodes, really. Um, one of my highlights, really, was going through that uh, James Bond series. Oh, the, the, those movies, it. like, they really made me appreciate film. I think just watching, like, the you know, the the evolution of film throughout those, it's it's a very good example of how film evolved. I think the weird thing is, is like, until until we watched uh, all the movies on this podcast, I hadn't seen all of them. I'd only seen like you know, like the big ones, like GoldenEye, Casino Royale, Skyfall, Quantum of Solace, etc., etc., etc. The ones that most people had seen, mm-hmm. but. Watching those movies on this podcast, really, how fucking good they are. And now it's like my favorite franchise. I've seen them all like upwards of four, four or five times now. Um, Skyfall, I've probably seen upwards of like fifteen times. <laughs> um, you know, I've got the I've got the Blu-ray collection now, which is very nice. Uh, I actually have two James Bond posters in my apartment, one in my living room, one in the hallway. Um, yeah, I I don't know. On this on this show, really turned me on to James Bond, and I've never looked back. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the the, the viewers also enjoyed that because not because a lot of people haven't seen a lot of the older ones, which is, yeah. is a pity because they only really play the Brosnan ones and the and the Daniel Craig ones on TV, and that's where most people that I know have seen James Bond movies. So when they play, hey, them fucking TV. check out Thunderball for sure. Yeah, Thunderball is like one of my favorite movies. It's so good. <laughs> um, um, one of my favorite highlights, um, cause like I, I, I have a, I have a commute every day. So like, yeah. I don't, and I don't like, I don't like music. So I, I have a 20 minute commute every day. So I just listen to R like all the time, just really <laughs> listening to old episodes. Yeah. And right now I like, I noticed something really funny that, that I is like a highlight to me is, um, the episode where we counted down our top five favorite male performances of last year. And it was almost exclusively black people, um, which is funny because it was the year where no black people got nominated for Oscars. But it was like fucking Will Smith and Sam Jackson. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and that was fun. Um, Just some of my favorite shit. Like, honestly, like, just our review of um, Transformers 4, I think, is is absolutely hilarious. What is he, a strong nerd or something? Yeah, fucking the fucking strong nerd. Um... We've we've had a lot of good running. We've had a lot of good running jokes on this. Uh, I I know some of your favorites are talking about the gray with Liam Neeson. But uh, what what are some of your other reoccurring bits that you that you Um, enjoy? Obviously, heist is crime is one of my favorite reoccurring bits. Um, Chappy, heist is crime. Just quoting Chappy and doing the Chappy voice rated film but there, there are there there are a lot of times like none of us are, neither of us are really that good at impressions but a lot of the times we try and do impressions of people and that <laughs> yeah. always makes me laugh because it's like so far off <laughs> yeah i i don't know i i like doing like i i really liked when we used to do like the the box office shit um i thought that was really cool uh, the yeah, tags we, i got bored of the tags, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, we should probably bring back the box office stuff because that was fun. 
But uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't mind the tags. It just got a little repetitive. Yeah, absolutely. It came to a point where we just done so many tags. It's like the how problem was we got too good at figuring out what the tags were. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't a game. Um, one of my personal favorite reviews was when we trashed Tomorrowland. That was one of my. <laughs> yeah, I one of my remember that episode. That was a while ago. That's a good one. We fucking just trashed George Clooney because because in the movie Tomorrowland, because I always remember thinking this funny. Um, in the movie Tomorrowland, George Clooney's love interest is like a 10-year-old girl, and I just remember <laughs> fucking trashing him for that. Uh, I would say uh, out of this year, my favorite thing to review has to be Batman versus Superman. We had so much content Holy on that shit, episode. That, like, it, and, ran, it ran over for like three episodes because <laughs> we just yeah. kept talking about it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I also am looking forward to talking about Suicide Squad in a similar yet not as critical vein yeah. as Batman versus Superman. Uh, have you seen Have you seen Suicide Squad yet? No, no. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the pod. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. 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 It's it's interesting. I want to go into it fresh because I watch so many movies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save it to like right before we talk about it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think back now. Um, obviously talking about the gray is, is fucking, we, I think before we'd hit like episode 10, we already had like four hours on the gray. (laughs) The gray was a big, that's a big one that we, we've always kind of talked, even be, you know, what's interesting about this podcast is that like, this is just shit we used to talk about anyway. So it's hard for me to remember what I've said on the pod. So that's why I'll do the same bit several times because i'm yeah, like absolutely. i don't i don't remember if i've done it on the show or if i just did it talking to chadley one day i don't because yeah we've got like we've got five hours of us talking about the gray but there's also five hours of us talking about the gray not on pod <laughs> yeah it's true like yeah it's fucking it's buck wild um i'm just I, thinking I, about like one thing i like is when we make references to something that uh like we didn't talk about on the pod, but I thought we did. <laughs> so then I'll just go into a bit that doesn't make sense to anyone. Cause I like, people have tweeted me about that before. They're like, what the fuck were you talking about during this section? I'm like, I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to think about like, I know I've discovered a lot of movies on this, on, on this podcast as well that I, I'd really, I really enjoy that. I don't think I would have watched otherwise. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever would have seen like the end of the tour if it wasn't for this podcast, but I really liked that movie a lot. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I probably wouldn't have seen Carol. Um, I don't um, know. I don't know if I enjoyed Carol though. That's the problem. Like, cause that movie is uh, yeah, universal, okay. universally loved. Uh, and I'm just, maybe I didn't Yeah, 93%, I yeah n- 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I probably would have skipped a lot of these <clears throat> these blockbusters too. Like, I don't think I would have seen Ghostbusters. And like, I know like it seems like negative because when we were talking about it, yeah. I, <clears throat> here's how I say it. It's like, I'm always talking to people about movies because I love movies so much. And people are like, when you watch a movie, you talk about how much you hate it. And I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you something. If I watch 200 movies in a year, one of them is worth it to me. That's fucking worth yes. it to me to be able to comb through 200 shitty movies to find something really good. And it, it's like that's, it's like the whole good and evil thing, right? You can't have one without the other. Yeah, and I think that's why I like movies so much is because when it's good, it's so fucking good. That, like, yeah, it's such a breath of fresh air. It's, it's worth it to get through all that trash because there's a lot of trash. Yeah, it's like, oh, I had to watch Ridiculous 6, but great, now I get to watch Hateful Eight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you know what? I one one series like we we do t- take on series 
from time to time now, and I, I really enjoy that because it, it it gets me like the Planet of the Apes, for example. Yeah. I, I I like the Planet of the Apes, the and it, but I hadn't seen all of them, uh, and now I really really appreciate them because of uh, yeah absolutely because of the, the the attention to detail we went into on some of those reviews. I think I think the Planet of the Apes stuff was some of our best work, honestly. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, as far as the series that we've done. Um, I really like doing the James Wand and I really like doing the, the Planet of the, the Apes. I wasn't so hot on doing, um, cause that just got really repetitive. I felt, um, what, what, sorry, you cut out there. What was it? Friday oh, 13th? Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Friday the 13th. I loved, although that did get repetitive as well, but, um, yeah. the, the Marvel stuff. Um, yeah, that, that I, was, that was tough. Like having, having to watch one of those. I'm week. glad they're out of the way now. So that, yeah. that can go into our that can go into our own personal canon, and we never have to worry about that. Again. <laughs> yeah, we'll never we'll never have to watch that franchise again. And like there there are a lot of franchises I that I haven't seen. I won't franchises that I haven't seen a lot of movies in that I would really like to. Um, for instance, like um, I I don't want to like say like I'm teasing anything or anything like that. But like at some point in the future on this show, I'd like to do all the Godzilla movies because sure. I haven't seen all of them. You know. Uh-huh. I don't know when we're gonna that, do that because I know we also want to do. Don't like if you don't like repetitive shit, Godzilla's gonna be tough, Chadley, because they're pretty <laughs> much the those ones that go through the seventies up until the eighties from the from the six like sixties, seventies, eighties, basically the same movie over and over again. <laughs> but like like there there are other franchises franchises I'd like to do like Pirates of the Caribbean I'd like to watch again, um, okay. uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, there's a lot of really good franchises that we could do. Um, Evil Dead. We are, we are going to tackle Star Wars at some point, but that is just like such a big undertaking. I'm kind of, kind of holding yeah, off on that one for a while. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous to do it. Uh, the Harry Potter one was is actually some of my favorite shit um, that we did. That was that was a fun one to revisit because I, I really do love those movies, but I haven't looked at them. I don't think I've ever looked at them through the critical eye, right? So yeah, and then and then when you do that, you realize like, oh, oh man, this man, this movie looks like shit, dude. Like, this movie looks real fucking bad. Like, that, I'll never, yeah. like, I would have never thought about it until I watched it critically, but, like, going back to it now, I would never be able to think about that movie again without thinking about how shitty the CGI on that troll looks, dude. Yeah, that's true. That, that tro- and the snake CGI in the second one, like, it's so bad. And Dobby, holy shit, Dobby looks bad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do, one of my favorite aspects of this show is watching great movies, but... One of my favorite things to talk about on the show is terrible movies, Chadley. I think we get the best content out of terrible movies. And that is a problem with film criticism today is people get a little too cynical on it. But that makes for the best comedy, honestly. So Yeah, uh, and and, you know, like honestly, like people are always like, oh, you're so critical. I have so much fun in a movie. It's like the whole room yeah. thing, like the whole of the room and Troll 2 and like the Birdemic thing. It's like all that shit, right? It's just fun to make fun of a shitty movie. The the thing I hate the most on this podcast is when we watch an average movie because then yeah. there's no real opinion we can form on it and there's no side we can take. Yeah, it's what like, I, yeah, Jason Segel was fine in this movie, you know? Like, So what what's really good is when we disagree on a movie because that's when the fucking comedy comes out. <laughs> Cut, cut bank is a really good example of us disagreeing really heavily on a movie. Because you doesn't really hated it that often. Yeah. But yeah, because no, we, we have very similar tastes in film. And but when it does, it's just it's so fucking like it's just it's so preposterous. Like <laughs> I do want I do want to also apologize for like basically this year in general because it's all been like just shitty movies this past year. 
And um, yeah, like we talked about fucking, what did we talk about this year? What, what's been, because like the uh, Sausage Party, uh, Me Before You, yeah. Batman versus Superman. Dirt, uh, did we ever talk about, no, we didn't talk about Dirty Grandpa, but that movie is fucking bad. We, we did not. I, I have seen that movie now, so. Um, <laughs> um, it's it fucking bad. It's just the problem is we watched so much average shit, I think, this year. and uh, Yeah. I, I, I like when a movie surprises us. A, a, a good example of that would be Chappie. Yeah. Chappie. Yeah. And um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, I think, surprised both of us. Because mm. um, that one's pretty fun as well. And those are just those are two movies that the critics were like, boo, fuck this movie. And we were like, what? Do you have fun at all? Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I do like when we aren't in line with the uh, with the critics because that that gives us so much more original content to deal with and i, I just I, I enjoy that i think that's more fun to listen to really um yeah and, and i do think <clears throat> far i do agree with most critics but just like every now and again there's like a movie that well the, the thing about critics is is like usually when it's the general consensus for critics it's because they're right and i but th- it's not always that case but i think most of the time that is the case so yeah um like i don't know just like sometimes i do disagree with the critics for instance um this is a bad movie but like suicide squad is currently ranked lower than batman versus superman which hey not right that's fucking not not right i i fucking don't think anything should be i think batman i've said this a thousand times this year and i'll say it again i think batman versus superman may very well be the worst blockbuster film ever made um that might be true it's it's very fucking bad. Like it's very bad. Yeah, but we. Uh, I mean, we've 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 gone back and forth on Batman Superman a million times. Yeah. Well, maybe one one last thing before we uh before we get into our top fifty of all time here. Uh, I do get like we do cover a lot of blockbuster shit and mainstream shit. That's just to get people's ears usually. But we do cover yeah. a lot of obscure shit too. And uh, I've gotten a lot of tweets from people like um like thanking us for. Uh, like introducing them to some more obscure shit that we talk about. So I think I think we have a good balance here. And I think, uh, I think we'll just keep doing it for the, the, the next 100 and hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully we, we get we, more we, listeners. So. When we hit, when we hit episode 200, we'll be, we'll do the top 50 worst films of all time. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Ooh, so oh what, shit. So you want to you want to start this this top fifty yeah films of all time yeah this is uh, this is gonna this is gonna get buck wild in here we're gonna be talking about a lot of movies my number fifty is a movie not only we've talked about many times on the show we've already talked about it today I just really wanted to talk about it and I didn't know where else to throw it on my list so I just put it at number fifty my number fifty is The Gray uh, with Liam Neeson okay absolutely love this movie uh, Wolves don't give a fuck about fruits and berries is one of the best scenes. It's no, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, and you know what? <clears throat> and like we, <clears throat> we joke, and it sounds, it honestly sounds like we're being satirical, and in some ways we are, but this actually is a good movie. Actually, is a I really, love the great. Yeah, it is a really well-made movie. Uh, it very might beautiful be in my to top look 10. at. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. So yeah, I put number gray at number or number gray. Wow, I put the gray at number fifty. Um, because I just because I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't know if I really wanted it on like a top forty nine. Yeah, the the thing um, you'll notice about my list, it's it's probably there's a lot of movies that you would guess that I like on here, mm-hmm. um, which is which is fine. Um, West Anderson. Yeah, there's some West. There's some West on there. There's some you know, um, but 
I tried to throw in some things that maybe people wouldn't wouldn't gather. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do here. My number fifty, um, probably my only sports movie on the on the list. It's a uh, Paul Newman Slapshot. I really like Slapshot. Oh shit! Yeah, you, I, you've I, talked about this before. I, I do talk about it almost every time we bring up sports movies. I think it's the perfect sports movie, and um, I think it's a, a perfect comedy, really. So it's it's so weird because like I really like. I'm a huge fan of hockey and like I've never seen this movie or maybe I haven't. I, this is one of those movies I think I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Like it was probably a long time ago. See this. Um, when it, come, do, when it comes to sports movies, like team sports, I mean, obviously there's Rocky. That's a great sports movie. But um, yeah, when it comes to team sports movies, they're all kind of like hosiers and like not really very good. Um, yeah, it's, it's mostly it's mostly just like um, one, uh, the main character gets upset and leaves halfway through the movie, but then he comes back because he cares when it, when for it his team and team are going to win. When it comes to Slapshot, it may be the typical, typical sports formula, but uh, the way they go about mm-hmm. it is so much more f- hilarious and respectful than pretty much any other sports movie I can think of. So Slapshot's my number 50. What do you got for number 49 there, Chad? My number 49, it comes from a man that uh, we talked about many times on the show. We absolutely adore him. David Cronenberg. Ooh, I love the Berg. Um, Cronenberg, this is the fly. fly Jeff Goldblum, nice. the fly at number Brundle fly. I'll praise uh, Brundle fly. I'll praise Bl- Brundle fly. The scene where Liam, or wow, Liam Neeson. I'm just running off movies here. Jeff Goldblum's face just starts melting, and he turns into the Brundle fly. Look, you're not gonna find a better scene like that in cinema, honestly. Yeah, that's good. Cronenberg, the, one of my highlights of. Uh, Maybe my life has seen this 32 millimeter on the big screen. I know. I'm, I would I'm so jealous you saw this. I would this. pay any amount of money to see that again. It's it's fucking unbelievable on the big screen. And and the good thing about the fly is that it's a it's an advanced concept told in a simple way. And I love yeah. movies like that because yeah. like it Kron- is really a Kronenberg fucking. Cronenberg really had shit figured out, and that's what I appreciate about him. Yeah, whereas I feel the exact opposite. This is a movie that almost made all my top 50, but didn't. I want to talk about it real quick. Um, Videodrome. Um, I feel the exact opposite. Also a very good movie, but it's a super simple concept told in a really advanced way, and I think it works as well, just the same way. Yeah, I agree. So my number 49, uh, the first Japanese entry to my list, 1944, sorry, Godzilla. 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 Gojira. I, I love Gojira, man. That's like it's that's a technical masterpiece. It's just it's it's so great. Yeah, we, we were talking about it a few minutes ago, and you can still see the influence of Gojira on cinema today. Like it's absolutely, absolutely. You know, Sixty two years later, and we're still, you know, we're still toting off this one movie. Uh, a good example of it is uh, the most recent uh, Shin Gojira. Yes, um, we have to. Talk, should we talk about that next week? Should we t- uh, tune in next week when we talk about Shin Gojira? Um, because that's that's a really good movie. Um, yeah. but we'll be, we'll be discussing it. it. Um, but yeah, like you can see, like there is a demand for movies like the original Gojira even today. Like people, like people see this Gareth Edwards shit, and they're like, "This is not." Well, the thing about Godzilla is, it's it's it, it is a it is a political statement about yeah. nuclear bombs, and uh, the the fact that they made Shin Godzilla a statement about current politics. I think that's perfect. That's exactly what we were looking yeah. for. Exactly. You know what we weren't looking for? Aaron Taylor Johnson in camo pants. Yeah, who gives a shit about that? What's your number 48, Chadley? <laughs> my number 48. My phone keeps turning off automatically. Uh, my number 48. 
Gilliam, my friends. This is 12 Monkeys. Ooh, 12 Monkeys. Nice. 12 that didn't monkeys. make my list, but I love 12 Monkeys. Bruce Willis, Bradley Pitt. Um, you know, just absolutely fucking annihilate in the game. This is a really fun time travel movie. Um, if you haven't seen 12 Monkeys, it's an absolute must-watch. It's in the same universe as Brazil and... Zero Theorem. Zero Theorem. Which, which less, we, both of those are less good. Than yeah, both of those are, are less good. I've actually, I've actually never seen Brazil. I've, uh, I don't remember who it was, but some, some critic that I really respect recently said it was his favorite movie of all time. So I do want to check out Brazil. You'll um, like Brazil. It's good. Yeah. To get oh, that's another, that's another thing that before we go any further, disclaimer to anybody listening to this, we haven't seen all the movies. Um, oh yeah. I haven't seen every movie. This is just my person. Out yeah. of the ones I've seen, these are the ones I like the most. So for instance, for instance, well, uh, one movie that I like, I one movie I've never seen, but I know would have been on this list had I seen it. I've never seen Clockwork Orange. Um, I don't never, know why. What? You, what? I, I, I don't know why. God Kubrick is my Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah, fucking Kubrick's my favorite director of all time. I've never seen Clockwork Orange. Um, I have to check that one out. I was actually gonna was, watch it today. That was two and a half hours, so didn't have time. That's yeah, on my list, but we'll talk about it. We'll all right, we'll talk there. about it. We'll we'll talk about it a little later. Yeah, well, we haven't seen. Yeah, my number 48, my favorite Werner Herzog movie. Uh, this is Fitz Collardo. I don't think you've ever seen this movie, probably. I, um, I have never seen this movie, uh, as long as Fitz I've lived. Fitz Collardo is, a, like, nobody really talks about it because it's a really early Werner Herzog movie, but it's, like, it's so crazy. It's about, like, this guy who makes a, he wants to make, like, an opera theater in the middle of the Amazon jungle. And they, like, act, like, Herzog is so crazy. He actually went to the Amazon and did all the effects practical and they try and get this fucking giant steamboat over a mountain and they actually fucking do it with like fucking ropes and pulleys and shit. Fucking Herzog's Herzog's the fucking craziest person to ever live. And and that's why I appreciate Fitz Collardo more than Um, any other movie. Is it, is it Herzog on the directing or is it Herzog on the chops? It's uh, Herzog directing and Klaus Kinski uh, on the chops. Okay. I'm not. I'm not bad at. I'm not mad at Klaus Klinski. Uh, my number forty-seven. <clears throat> that's the power of love, baby. Robert Zemeckis is back to the future. Nice. That's a good pull. Yeah. Um. I'm a big fan of uh, Michael J. Fox in general. Um, yeah. Love the Fox friend of the show, Christopher Lloyd. Um. Uh, like. Um. One thing that I really like is uh, recently there's a. T- TV show that's that's out right now that's that's currently running that's based on Back to the Future called Rick and Morty. Uh, fucking <laughs> sort of. Yes, it is sort of. Fucking watch that shit because that is unreal. But Back to the Future really fun. Christopher Lloyd crazy as hell. This was like when Christopher Lloyd first started getting crazy, and it's just been rolling downhill ever since the eighties. That's one of my favorite favorite like family movies. My dad loves it too. Like, Thing is, is Christopher Lloyd has been old longer than I've been alive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But yeah, definitely, definitely. Back to the Future is a good movie to watch with your watch with your fam jam. So it's it's on a lot during the holidays. So check it out then. Um, oh, yeah. My number forty seven. I'd feel bad without getting some John Carpenter on here. So I'm going to toss the thing. Oh, as my see, number forty seven. This one just barely missed my list. There's there's a lot of movies that barely missed my list. But John yeah, Carpenter, there's a lot John of good Carpenter's movies out there, man. Yeah, I had to omit uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Green Mile. Um, I can't quite recall um fucking yeah whatever i will i'll think about it and we'll talk about it later john carpenter's the thing 
this one barely missed my list. Um, I love the thing so much. It's like a, it's a perfect horror movie, really. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think I don't think anybody could watch this and not be completely terrified. Honestly. Yeah, it's great. Fucking amazing soundtrack. John Carpenter's like he's he's the fucking he's the all star. This he's is the a fucking well-rounded fucking Mario director. It's the fucking the, Mario Super Smash Bros. stats director. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Um, Thing is one of those weird examples where the original film looks like tenfold better than the, than the, <laughs> the remake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go take a piss. Uh, why don't you talk about your number forty-seven there, Chad? Okay. Okay, well, before you go, just just you can just hear what it is. My number 46 is uh, 12, 12 Angry Men. Um, okay, another 12 movie. An, another 12 movie. Yeah, we're getting 12 crazy. Uh, back in the 50s, people were really into movies with white dudes in them. So, like, why not make a movie with 12 white dudes sitting in a room talking for three hours? Hey, sounds pretty fucking boring, doesn't it? It's actually not at all boring. Basically, these 12 guys... Um, they're on the jury for a murder case and they're going through all the evidence and one guy played by Henry Fonda believes that this guy is innocent, but they can't leave this fucking room until they all say this kid is innocent. So the whole movie is just these 12 dudes in a room and they're just like, like Henry Fonda is just knocking them off one by one, just convincing them that this kid's fucking not guilty. Um, it's insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it is just it's just white guys, right? That the in the 1950s movies were all about white guys, so there's really no reason you shouldn't make a movie about 12 white dudes hanging out. 12 Angry Men is fucking good. Uh, my fucking, number 40, fucking good. My number 46. Uh, one of my favorite sci-fi films, starring Harrison Ford. We got Blade Runner. Blade Runner. This is another one that just barely missed my list as well. Um, Blade Runner is good. I watched it with my dad recently because my dad had never seen it. Yeah, which is it's like it's, wild. it's peak, pretty much peak sci-fi. The it's the, the set design so good, and I just I just love Blade Runner. It's it's yes. I, I never turned down a chance to watch it. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. It is almost his finest. We'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> Forty-five. We're taking it back to classic cinema once again. Uh, this is Rear Window. Ooh, Rear Window is real good. Window. Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock and Jimmy Stewart. I've never seen Rear Window. Uh, basically, the idea behind Rear Window is that this guy is on fucking, he's on, what's it called? Uh, leave from work because he got hurt. What's, well, there's a word for that, but whatever. Um, he gets hurt, so he's in a wheelchair. So basically, all he can do all day is just sit and look outside his window, and then he witnesses his neighbor getting murdered. Yeah, it's and so it's real good. fucking good. It's so good. I love Rear you, Window. Didn't you watch I, and you know what? Recently or something? It was a couple of years ago now. It seems okay. recent because yeah. seems recent, but it was a couple of years ago now. Um, it's the only Alfred Hitchcock movie on my list. If I'm being totally honest, um, it is my favorite Hitchcock movie. I know a lot of people like Rope. Uh, a lot of people like Vertigo. Psycho. Like I would, Psycho I would is really say, good. I would well. S- well, yeah, Psycho is probably the one that people like the most. I would say Rear Window is also my favorite. I don't think any Hitchcock made my list, actually, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I was going to put North by Northwest on my list, but there was a few movies, including North by Northwest, um, that I wanted to put on my list, but I just it had just been too long since I'd seen them, so I don't... I, I like I North by Northwest. Um, I don't know if I, that, that's top that's top 100 material for sure, but mm-hmm. I think most Hitchcock's top 100 material, but... Yeah, Absolutely. I, I will. I will mention. I will mention every movie on my list is a five star film. 
yeah from, absolutely from me, me so including the gray yeah uh, my number 45, this is probably one of the most recent movies on this list. Uh, let's tear up that dance floor with Ex Machina. Ex Machina. This is another one. Man, our lists are going to be different than, more different than I thought. Just like given this first five, I think our lists are going to be way different than, than we think they are. Ex Machina is absolutely excellent. A little Donald Gleason, A little bit of uh, Oscar Donald Isaac. Donald Gleason. Oscar Isaac, man. A fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. How, how, is he, how is he that good at acting is, is my question. I don't know. Ex Machina is like maybe the like one of those things that I just you know, like from first sight. From first sight, seeing it, I, I knew I was gonna love it forever, and just just how it is. Ex Machina yeah. is a perfect film. What do you got for number forty-four? My number forty-four. A little bit of Kaiser So Say action. It's the usual Ooh, suspects. The usual suspects. Hey. Yeah, um, this movie, I think I think a lot of people sort of, I don't know why, but th- like this movie, people kind of shrug off, and I don't understand. It was big, like, maybe five years ago, everybody was talking about it, but uh, it's, it seemed to cool off recently, so. Yeah, which is, which, which doesn't really make sense to me, because it is, it is an excellent film. Yep. Um... Kaiser, so 44, my, baby, 44. My, my number 44, we're going to touch some Tarantino here. Let's go with Django Unchained. Django Unchained, baby. Uh, I love Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie. I think I think everybody's always real quick to talk about how good Christoph Waltz is in this movie, but Leonardo DiCaprio is real fucking good in it. Yeah, he's good, man. Leo, man. Leo fucks, dude. He fucks. Also, I think this is the first movie, maybe other than Collateral, where I was like, oh, shit, dude, that Jamie Foxx fellow can act. He's yeah. he's real good. Collateral collateral is another. I've never yeah. been mad. I've never been mad at Jamie Foxx though. Yeah, me neither. But he's always been like decent. But like it wasn't until Django that I was like, oh shit, this guy's a fuck man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Jamie Foxx fucks. Mm-hmm, Jamie fucks. Mm. Forty three. This is um. This is a movie made by a, a hack director. And uh, I don't like to uh, bring up hack directors on top films of all time. But every now and again, a hack director makes a good movie. Uh, this is Ron Howard's Frost Nixon. Wow. With, okay. uh, Frank Langella, Kevin Bacon, Sam Rockwell, Martin, uh, Michael Sheen. Um, this is a really good movie. My number 43. Rocky. Which one? Go, I'm sorry. Go with Rocky. Rocky, the first one? The first Rocky. Rocky is good, man. Rocky is real good. Um, that final scene in Rocky is some of the best shit I've seen in movies. Yeah, I absolutely agree. That's uh, like, It's so satisfying. One of those satisfying movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely adore it. Um, Sylvester Stallone, I don't think, was quite where he should have been at the time for a role like that. But like, it still works. Mm-hmm. Um, I I still think he plays the role just fine. I mean, it just it's just weird because he he improves his acting abilities with every Rocky movie, but like the writing abilities get worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you hit, until you until you hit Creed, Creed and shit. Creed is shit it's, it's like it's unbelievably good. I love Creed so yeah. much. Uh, my number forty two. I definitely like. I wanted to put on this list um, a little bit, just like some anime, just. Because like I do really love the art style of anime, but unfortunately, there's not very many good anime films. Um, other than a few that we've talked about, yeah, other than the few we talked about, this is a Miyazaki film from Studio Ghibli. 
Um, this is called Spirited Away, baby. It's the best mm-hmm. Miyazaki film of all yeah, time. I agree. It's really good. I like super, that super good. Uh, yeah, a lot of dragons. Like it was between this and My Neighbor Totoro, um, which is also very good. Or even what was that one that we watched recently that was real fucking good um, about the so, plane guy? Spirit, spirit, spirit. Is that one? No, mm. no, no, not that one. Uh, what about that? Oh shit, man! Why well, fucking? I remember what that. Oh shit, that's it's, gonna bother me. It's a JGL. It's a JGL movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah, with fucking Johnny K and Werner Herzog. Oh, yeah, Herzog is in it. Um, my number yeah, 42, most people would have this higher. I like it, but I don't think it's the best movie ever made, but it is very good. Uh, I'm going with The Godfather for my number 42. The Godfather, number 42. That's a real fucking good movie. Uh, Marlon Brando is unreal in that movie because like, here's what a lot of people don't know about that movie is that Marlon Brando was like 28 in that movie. Yeah, he was young. He's like, he's like fucking 28 when he did that movie and like – that's insane. Just watching that movie, he's so good. Um, introduction to Pacino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that was for the better. Um, I've never seen Scarface before, by the way. Just another another disclaimer. I've never seen the that. Fuck. I know. The fuck. Scarface and Clockwork Orange are my two ones that I gotta fucking see. But um, Godfather, yeah, Godfather's great. Al Pacino, um, James Caan. Oh shit, that mm-hmm. dude's good. That dude's still making movies too, which is crazy. Um, Absolutely. Abe Vigoda, may he rest in peace. Um, yeah, Godfather. Godfather is absolutely phenomenal. I, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I always felt like The Godfather was the first truly cinematic film. It, it was the first. It was the first truly cinematic film that, that actually looked like a movie rather than a play translated to movie format. That's probably that's probably pretty close to true. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of good movies that came before it, though. So let's not discount those. My number 41, good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun, baby. This is Army of Darkness. Oh, all right. Uh, Bruce Campbell. I, I couldn't help but put this one on my list. I absolutely adore this movie. I watch it every Halloween, um, which I guess mm-hmm. means i got to watch it this week. Um, it's really fun. This is really fun. It's basically just Bruce Campbell uh, walking around medieval times with a shotgun and a chainsaw. It's as goofy and silly as you can ask. It's silly, but uh, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. What's your number 41? I suppose it wouldn't be a, a top 50 list without a little Paul Thomas Anderson, so I'll throw There Will Be Blood on there at number 41. Yeah, man. Our, our good buddy Lousy thinks this is the worst film of all time. Well, he's um, wrong. And he watched it, it when he was 12, so... <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If I watched this when I was 12, maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it, you know? So maybe maybe I get where he's coming from, but hey, watch it again as a twenty-four-year-old. It's pretty good. It's good. It is good. Yeah, there there will be blood. It's good. Paul, I love Paul Dano. Like, I really want to see that yeah, new one. Yeah. That was, was incredible in that fucking film. I want to see that new one he did with uh, with Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Swiss Army Man. That's that, uh, that, Weekend that, with Barney's. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for that. My number forty. Oh, we were already pumping off ten of these bitches. It's a movie we watched last year. Uh, it, I didn't put it high on my list from last year either. Unfortunately, it was on my list, but um, the more I the more I see it on Netflix, I watch it like all the time. And I keep going back to it. My number forty is Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. All right, uh, I'll the Thomas that. Man yeah, and Olivia Cook. I find this to just be such an endearing and and albeit like just sort of a cute movie. You know, it's just sort of cute. And it's fun and easy to go back to. It's very sad. It's very heart-wrenching. And sometimes you kind of need a movie like that. 
Absolutely. My number 40, uh, probably the probably one of several Wes Anderson films, uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel, my number 40. I do love Ray Fiennes. He's, he's an absolute fuck man. He destroys, he destroys all pussy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he just... He just walks up to him. He just grabs him. He's, you know, when you're famous, you can do whatever you want. But uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can kiss them and shit. And they don't even say <laughs> yeah, just, just kiss him. Don't even wait. Just kiss him. Yeah, by the pussy. Uh, Ray Fiennes is absolutely amazing in this movie. Jeff Goldblum is in this bitch too. Uh, I love it. Who else is in this? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is the funniest part of this whole movie. And I don't think I've ever said that about a movie, but it's definitely Adrian Brody is the funniest part of this movie. Totally agree. Totally agree. My number 39, this is a movie that I imagine is going to be way higher on your list than it is on mine. My number 39 is the Coen brothers, the big Lebowski. Yeah, that's pretty high on my list, but uh, it's, yeah, this, it's incredible. Yeah, this, this is an incredible movie. John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, uh, Jesus Christ is in it. Um, Saddam Hussein, the whole, the whole gang really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a really fun movie. I put it pretty low on my list because it's been a while since I've seen it, and I do remember it for the most part, and I do, I do really like it. It just has been a while, so I didn't want to put it too high because I can't, I can't really go in depth about it. My number 39, uh, we've already talked about it, but it's The Fly. The Fly, baby. Goldblum. How many times do you think we're going to talk about Jeff Goldblum on this top fucking 50? Probably, Probably a lot now. because he's good. Bruh. Probably a lot. He's in a lot of good movies. Speaking of the Coen brothers, yeah. my number 38 is another Coen brothers film, also with Steve Buscemi. Uh, this is called Fargo. Uh-huh. Uh, again, Jesus H. Macy is in this flick. Um, very, very good. Fargo is a lot of fun. Basically, it's just like these guys who they pretend to kidnap this lady to try and get ransom out of her dad for her step or for her husband. It's really bizarre, but it's a lot of fun. And Steve Buscemi is an absolute murderer in it. Francis McDormand also very good. Absolutely. Uh, what is it? Number thirty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, my number thirty. Uh, most people wouldn't uh, assume this one to be on a on a greatest list, but I do think it is a perfect blockbuster. So uh, my number thirty-eight is The Fast and Furious. The Fast and Furious, like not even. Furious, I consider it seven. to be. I can. I consider it to be the perfect blockbuster. Is, is Furious 7 on the list, though? No. No, dude, how do you have number one and not have seven? Well, it encapsulates the whole series, let's say. Uh, all right, all right. Furious, Furious 7 is an absolute fucking jam. I, it's been a while since I've seen the first one, though. I, I've really only seen the ones with The Rock recently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I love The Rock. I love The Rock in these fucking movies. He's so good. These movies introduced me to the fact that maybe The Rock is an amazing actor. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My number 37, this introduced me to a different amazing actor. This was Christoph Waltz. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Sure. Um, what's his fucking name? Ter- Quentin Tarantino's Netsy flick. Uh, can you believe that you know, fucking... Did you know Brad Pitt's doing another fucking Nazi movie this year? I can't oh fucking God. believe that shit. <laughs> Dude, enough oh, is enough. <laughs> How does he do it? Enough. Enough, Brad Pitt. No more Nazi flicks. What's your number uh, 37? Scorsese making the list. Uh, this is Taxi Driver. Oh, you know what? This one came real close to making the list. Uh, barely missed it. Very good movie. Um, oh, Jodie Foster. Fucking 15 in this movie. Right? Enemy. Yeah. How is she so young? I, didn't even, I thought she was born 40. 
Yeah. I thought she was fucking just born out of Anthony Hopkins' Silence of the Lambs lick lippy loom. What you got for 36? My, my number 36. This one's on here for no other reason than nostalgia. I'll admit it. Uh, my number 36 is Toy Story. Okay, sure. This is, a, this is an absolute fantastic animated movie. Um, I, I, do, like, I, I do really like a lot of the themes that are in this movie, as well as a lot of the performances. Tom Hanks, I think, was a perfect cast for that character. Tim Allen, on the other hand, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe no, maybe someone else. But yeah. uh, probably not Tim I, Allen. Hey, I think I think fucking George Clooney should have been in that role. Like I've I've thought that for years. I was like, why Tim Allen? That should have been George <laughs> Clooney. Are we fucking serious? Why Absolutely. is that not George Clooney? Preposterous. My number thirty-six, uh, a comedy film that I think encapsulates friendship better than any other film ever made. Uh, I right. love you, man. I love, you, I love you, man. Oh, dude, yeah. I do love. I love you, man. I, th- I think it's. I think it's the best comedy ever made. You think it's the best? I, you know what? Um, best, it's best not modern comedy. best modern comedy. It's not on my list, but it almost was. Uh, I, I honestly believe the best modern comedy is Twenty One Jump. Um, uh, yeah, that might be true. But I mean, yeah. I mean, just like in a classic comedy standpoint, I think I think I love you, man. Is the is the best modern comedy? Yeah. All right, I'll give you. I love you, man. I ain't mad at I love you, man. My number thirty five. Um, this is another movie from our good friend Quentin Tarantino. Uh, this might be a lot higher on a lot of people's list, but this is 35 for me. It's Pulp Fiction. Sure. Pulp That's coming up on my Fiction. List. Johnny Travolta, uh, Sammy Jackson, and Bruce Willie. How fucking good is that? That's a good cast right there. And uh, I, it's really the aesthetic for this movie that really brings it out because it's like it's got it's it's such a unique aesthetic while not being like weird you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like it's it's not a weird looking movie but it's unique mm-hmm. i like it a lot my number 35 we've talked about on the show many times tom cruise's top gun top gun really oh yeah oh shit how do we never even mentioned this earlier when we were reminiscing but i forgot we mm-hmm. used to talk it's been a while since we've actually talked about top gun that's true but uh, the thing is, is like the Top Gun joke came and it went. The gray joke stayed though. The gray joke, gray joke will never die. My number thirty-four. Uh, we talked about it right here on the show. It's uh, straight out of Compton, coming straight from the underground. Ooh, yeah, that's um, a great movie. Fucking Oshia Jackson Jr. This movie's awesome. This movie, I, I, like I feel the need to say like this movie's great, but like obviously it's great. It's on my top fifty favorite movies of all time. What's your number thirty-four? Silence of the Lambs. Let's get some uh, let's get some Silence of the Lambs on here. Oh shit! We came so close to making it official. Number three, thirty-three on my list is Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, we came so nice. fucking close to making that official. Uh, Silence Should of the Lambs. I some shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of moving around. Um, Silence of the Lambs is absolutely fantastic. Anthony Hopkins. Um, I, that's one thing I always found weird about this movie is Anthony Hopkins got uh, the Oscar for Best Actor in this movie. I'm not really in it that much. Not barely really in it. it at all. Yeah, barely in it at all, if, if anything, honestly. <laughs> and then Christoph Waltz got Best Supporting Actor for Inglorious Bastards, and he's in that movie more than anybody else. Yeah. So, fuck you, Academy. And then Rooney Mara got nominated for fucking Best Supporting Actress last year. Get fucked. You dumb. You're dumb as shit. Fucking Ethan Hawke, get out of here. What's your number? Uh, number 33. This is kind of the dad trilogy I got going on here. So I'm going to throw uh, The Born Identity as my number 33. Born Identity. The, like the, the full trilogy? The full trail? 
I'll give it to the full trail because none of the other ones are on here. So yeah, um, I, I, I have I have the full trail on Blu-ray for every time my dad visits because my dad will literally like my the weird thing about my dad is that he's seriously so adamant about never rewatching any movie, but he will watch the Bourne trilogy, fucking at the drop what? of a hat. Why? Why is that exactly? That you don't, I don't because there's just there's just a lot of movies, or that he doesn't want to ch- have his opinion changed. No, I think I think there's just a lot of movies. Is I think his thing, um, but like he, he'll watch that. it. But if he watches a movie that's based on a book before he reads the book, he'll watch the movie again after he reads the book. Ah, I see. But uh, he'll watch the Bourne trilogy at the drop of a hat. I don't fucking understand it at all. It's it's a dad thing. Yeah, I guess so. They love it. They love it, dude. It's like it's so weird. It's just such a strange phenomenon because I like every dad loves the Bourne trilogy, and I don't. I don't like they're fine. They're good action movies, but I don't know what makes them different from any other action movie. I, they're they're fucking. Uh, they're, they're I don't know. They're they're a generation defining action film. I don't know. My number thirty two, full film in backwards, full film in backwards mode. This is Memento. Sure. We talk about how Christopher Nolan isn't quite as smart as he thinks he is. Well, he's not, but he still makes some pretty good fucking movies. Yeah, he makes good movies. Yeah, Memento is definitely a good uh, a good uh, example of that. Except Guy Pierce is the worst ever. I I, I hate him. Yeah, fucking I hate <laughs> Guy Pierce so much. I mentioned one time that I don't like him, and they're like, "You should watch more Guy Pierce movies." I'm like, "That's not gonna fix it. That's gonna make it worse <laughs> if anything." Yeah, if anything, that'll make it worse. Yeah. What's uh what's uh, uh 32? I want to keep the dad theme going, so I'm going to put Die Hard at 32. Oh shit, this one also just barely missed my list. I I made the whole list um uh with the help of my girlfriend this morning and she was like popping off like movies I should throw on the list and I had like a bunch of cue cards and I was fucking uh, fucking placing them in random places. I had like a it's whole like, map. You're you're like hunting down a serial killer. <laughs> There's like yeah, a like fucking it, yeah. Red string across your apartment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was exactly like that. But uh, Die Hard was one of the cards I had to discard. But it was written down on a card, so it was initially going to be on my top fifty. Rest in peace. I love Die Hard. Perfect Christmas movie. Yeah. Could not. I'll be, could I'll be not space once here with my father with a couple of Crown and Cokes uh, in the basement. Crown, like we do Crown and Cokes and some Siggies and some Siggies. Some yeah, some Stogies and some uh, Crown and Cokes and uh, Die Hard in the basement on Blu-ray. God bless. Oh shit! I remember last week year it was on DVD, was it not? Oh, it's always on Blu-ray. It's been Blu-ray. Okay, it, it, My, it went from VHS to Blu-ray. Okay, straight from that's a good jump though. Yeah, that's a good jump because now you're really noticing the difference. Because if you go from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray, no, the difference isn't that great. Yeah, if you go straight from VHS to Blu-ray, oh shit, that's a fun, that's a fun time. My number thirty-one. This is my favorite film from the Disney Pixar studio. Um, this one might surprise a lot of people. This movie's called Up. Okay. Uh, this is my absolute favorite Pixar film. Extremely good shit. Ed Asner, old as shit, dude. How's that, how's that man still alive is what That's I want to know. He's pretty old. Um, but yeah, Up is, Up is ab- absolutely fantastic. Really heartwarming. Really, really clever. A really stupid idea told in a really smart way. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I always say check, it, check out Up. Even, even if you don't like kids' movies, I still think Up is worth a watch. Uh, I feel like it would be uh, silly to not represent Star Wars on this, uh, on this list. So my number 31 is uh, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Revenge of the Sith, baby. <laughs> yeah, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith with my good friend Hayden. Our good friend yeah, um, who wants to come on the show, by the way. So, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's been he's been texting me about it too, like incessantly. 
I remember there was a while where we didn't know what he was doing because like and we assumed he was just like off filming glacier films or something nope he just was really coked up for a few weeks yeah it's, it's all good he was on a yacht or something who cares what's your number 30 <laughs> yeah he's my number 30 um tim robbins and samuel L. jackson just kidding his name's morgan freeman it's a uh, shawshank redemption Ooh, that baby was, that was almost <laughs> that's stepping into racial terry i apologize for that uh shawshank redemption this is absolutely a fantastic movie um okay i wouldn't even yeah. put it in my top hundred but it is good <laughs> Really, Shawshank Redemption? I don't think I like it's. It. I don't think it's the best movie of all time. As I, I think it's a safe pick. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree. It's a safe pick. It's why I put it at number thirty. It's not. No, it's not. No one though. No, no, not, I, no agree. I agree. That's that's a, that's a yeah. fine spot for it. I'm not mad at that. Why did Why does IMDb think this is the best film of all time? Oh, I'm, I'm always been baffled by that one. Yeah, is it is it because there's a sad scene where the guy comes off? It's like, okay, great, fucking good for you, IMDb. The greatest movie of all time. The greatest movie no, of all time. I, not even, not even in the fucking ballpark. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just one man's opinion. Um, yeah, my number thirty. I, we've talked about it. Uh, it's a, it's a Coen Brothers film. It's called Fargo. Fargo. It, so yeah, absolutely. Look, Shawshank Redemption is good, but it's, uh, it's no slap shot. Let's be real. Uh, that's true. My number twenty nine. I would rather watch slap shot than I would watch Shawshank Redemption. My number twenty nine is the best film from a franchise that I think is absolute shit. I think this franchise sucks, and then it accidentally has a good movie in it. You know what I'm talking about, baby. It's Terminator 2. Ooh, nice. Judgment Day with Arnie. The rest of the movies suck. All of them. Even the first one, I think, sucks. Yeah. That's like, uh, probably true. The first one. The third one's unwatchable. Fourth one is like, man, how are they going to get worse than this? And then fifth one somehow pulls it off. Um Number two is the only thing that's watchable in this franchise, and it's real good. Uh, it's also from a good good boy, James Cameron, of Avatar okay. and Titanic fame. Mm-hmm. Um, he has easily the best film he's ever made, Terminator 2. I agree I completely. My number a- Aliens is up there, too. Nine. Yeah, Aliens good. Um, Aliens is good. Uh, my number 29, the first James Bond entry to my list. Uh, this is GoldenEye. GoldenEye. We're going to be talking about James Bond a lot on this list. Let me tell you something. Uh, GoldenEye is true. yeah, GoldenEye is absolutely phenomenal. Pierce Brosnan. Who's the bad guy in that? Oh, Sean Bean. Oh yeah. shit, dude. Oh Hell shit, yeah. dude. That's a good cast. And then and then uh, Hagrid's in there too, looking hella five foot eight. You know. Yeah, looking not tall at all. <laughs> looking not, you know, the his usual nine foot eight. Uh, my number 28 is a movie we talked about on the last podcast when we were talking about um, uh, spooky movies with ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's The Shining. Ooh, The Shining. Shining. Kubrick. The Coop. The Coop. The Coop. Best director we're of about, all time. We're, we're about to get into a lot of Coop. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting into Coop territory. Um, I'll tell you right now, I got three on my list that I can see. Roll, so roll, roll up the windows. This is Coop territory. Uh, number 28 for me, uh, we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, this is Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah, this is a good movie. I, I had it at, what was it, 35? Um, yeah, I think that's that's a really decent place to put it. Is, is, is in that realm. I know a lot of people put this in like their top five, and I'm like, meh. Gotta watch good. a few more movies probably. Um, yeah, definitely watch some more movies. I, I would say, I will say like the my bottom 25 here, they're kind of like, they're not in an exact order. It's just movies that I like. Mine, mine, I would say are in an exact order, roughly, but they're all like they're all five star films. So it was really, it was really it's hard. Tough, tough. Yeah, 
My number 27, baby, this is The Exorcist. Okay, yeah, hell yeah. The Exorcist. Uh, this is one of the only movies that truly terrifies me. Um, I know a lot of people look at this movie now and they're like, oh, I watched The Exorcist and I laugh now. And it's like, fuck you. No, you don't. You liar. Mm-hmm. Maybe Poltergeist. Maybe you could say that about Poltergeist, which is also a good movie. But not The Exorcist, you piece of shit. Yeah, you trash man. Uh- <laughs> My number 27, Ghostbusters. Who you Ghosty Beast. I did not I did not put Ghostbusters on my list at all. I adore it. It's it's, it's unfortunately it's I do song. yeah. Yeah, uh it's, it's Harold Ramis absolutely murders that one. Um it's a great movie. It is a great movie. Unfortunately, I just did not have the space for it. My number 26, it's a movie we already talked about, baby. It's Django. Yeah. Django Unchained. Real good fucking movie. Um definitely check it out if you haven't. Christoph Waltz, Leo and Jamie Foxx. What's your number 26? 26. Con, baby. Wrath of Con. Star Trek Wrath of Con. I was really sad. I didn't, I wasn't able to fit any Star Trek on my list. Once it's, again, it's yeah. Wrath of Con is the best one. So I'm going to put that on there. I do like a lot of them though. So yeah, I, I really like that first JJ Abrams joint and maybe yeah, that's okay. just, yeah, me being a trash man and not seeing the original franchise and not appreciating it, but two, three, four. Or, or yeah. Four. I like two, three, and four. Yeah, those movies are really good. And five, my number five, six, five sucks. Six is good though. Um, my my number twenty five stars my future best friend Liam Neeson. Um, this movie's called uh, Schindler's List. Sure, it would be it, Neeson's it would List. Be a tragedy not to have that on there. I didn't put it. Yeah, on absolutely. There. I'm glad you uh, had and, it. Uh, one of the best movies Steven Spielberg's ever made. Not the best movie Steven Spielberg's ever made, it's a little, but it's one a little of, long, honestly. Yeah, it it does drag on a little bit, especially near the ends with the trials and stuff. And it's like, okay, but like the climax already happened. We don't kind of really need this. But it is very, very good and in some ways very important. Uh, a really fascinating look into what actually happened during, um, you know, like in these internment camps in the 1940s. Sure. Uh, guess what, Chadley? What's that? We're in Kubik country now. My number 25 oh, is Clockwork Orange. Oh, shit. We're in Kubik country. Roll up them windows. Or else you're going to get coobs in your eyes. You're going to get coobs in your eyes. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. you better keep those eyes wide shut. You got Just it. know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You got to watch Clockwork Orange. <laughs> you have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I will seriously probably watch it tonight. Like, honestly. it's it's. I've never seen it, and I absolutely should. Um, my number 20. Didn't she used to work? Didn't she used to work with a rapper called Milk Plus all the time? So you're telling me you went through that entire phase of your life without understanding the reference to his name? Oh, and is that a Clockwork Orange reference? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, it uh, is. Whoops. Sorry, Milk Plus. Gotcha. I've been, I've been, I've been lying. I've been, I'm a liar. My number 24. This is the last animated flick on my list. Um, this one's the well, Iron... that's good because none made it on mine, so... Yeah, The Iron Giant is my number 24. It's the best animated film of all time, if you've never seen it. Vin Diesel, baby. D's. The D's. Osama Vin Diesel and Jennifer Aniston. Bad, bad cast. Good fucking movie. Absolutely. My number twenty-four. Gotta, I gotta fix. I gotta fix me up with some link later on here. So let's get dazed and confused at number twenty-four. Oh shit, son! Some dazed and confused. That's a real good movie. All right, all right, all right. I love uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, the rest. I'm looking at my list, man. The rest of this is just like all just fucking phenomenal films. <laughs> yeah. My number 23 baby, it's um Miles Teller and JK Simmons in Whiplash. What the uh, fuck? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you don't remember, if you don't remember my review of this, I absolutely adored this film. I still adore this film. I fucking think it's amazing. Um, <laughs> are you confused by this edition? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> How come? Not as confused, not as confused as you were when I said uh, the Fast and Furious, but like still like <laughs> I don't know. I just I thought we all forgot about that movie, but apparently Chadley. Oh, didn't. fucking no! Yeah. Dude, I, it's on Netflix. Do I still watch it all the time? What's uh, your number twenty-three? My 22-3, uh, most people prefer The Godfather, but I think uh, Francis Ford Coppola's masterpiece is Apocalypse Now. That's my number 23. You know what? It's I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I might I, this might this might be worth a rewatch, I think. Yeah, watch watch the watch the Redux edition. Do hey, you know how you were three hours. You, you know how you were confused about Whiplash and I was confused about Fast and Furious? Yeah. I'm about to hit you with my most confusing answer yet. Let's hear it. What's your my number, number 20? My number 22? Excuse me for Vendetta. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I actually really like V for Vendetta a lot. Wachowski Starship? Um, yeah, the Wachowski. Uh, yeah, I think they only produced it, though. I don't think they directed it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. V for Vendetta is... Did they, did they, yeah, you might be right. They might have written it. Written it. Uh, v for Vendetta is a fucking fantastic film. Uh, if you've yeah, never I like seen it. it but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's 50 material. 22 material, I, Jeff? <laughs> All right, okay. I, just, All right. <laughs> I just really like the aesthetic of V for Vendetta. I think it's a really good movie. 22, wearing Cooper country, baby. This is Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut, baby. Uh, this one didn't make it on my list, unfortunately, but uh, I do think Eyes Wide Shut is fucking amazing. I adore Eyes Wide Shut. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, Tom, it's... Tom Cruise. Now I'm thinking about maybe I should throw an Eyes Wide Shut on here. I don't know. That's maybe right. maybe I've made a mistake. It's okay. It's, it's been, the damage is done now. My number 21. Not only are we in Coob country, we're in Bond country, baby. Ooh. This is Casino Royale at number Chelly, 21. Chelly, it's official. The is 21st it? best movie is oh, Casino Royale. No way, dude. Are you serious? I'm literally looking at it right now. Dude, that's fucking amazing. It is a fucking official. He's turning it around. 21. Number 21. Casino fucking Royale. Casino Royale. Oh, my God. He's right. It's official. The number 21 best. You know, as soon as I said Bond Country, you're like, oh, Jesus, Chadley. Well, I, yeah, because I, I knew it wasn't going to be Skyfall, because that's probably like your number one or some shit. But. <laughs> I, do, I do watch that movie pretty frequently. Um, but yeah, number number 21 best film of all time, according to Movie Epidemic. That's crazy. I'm glad we had at least one crossover. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Casino Royale. My number 20, Indiana Jones. Um, okay, sure. That's a good pick. I didn't. That didn't make my list, but I, I really like that movie. Yeah, I, I, I think what I want to do here is just because, like, there's, there's some franchises that if I put every entry from a franchise on, they would have just destroyed my list. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit of cheating now. Um, this is Indiana Jones one and three. Yep. Um, I totally agree. Two, two and four are not watchable. Um, but oh, one man, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't, I don't know why people like the second one so much. Dude, the second one fucking sucks, dude. Did you know that the second good. one? Did you know that the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the first movie to ever be rated PG thirteen? <laughs> they in, they invented that rating because they didn't know where to, what to do with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Hell yeah! So like, it's not really it's like it's more than PG because they rip that guy's heart out, but like they don't say fuck, so it's not like a hard R. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, ah, eh, make something up in between PG thirteen. Who gives a shit? We're in the top 20 now, baby. No looking back. We're in the top. My number 20. Top 20. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. I already talked about it a little bit. The um, finest biopic. Really. Yeah, it's a, it is a really good biopic. A little sugar Cody, but uh, as a movie, it's phenomenally made. I can't fucking believe this wasn't nominated for anything. It actually <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah. 
yeah, it's fucking preposterous as far as I'm concerned. My number 19, uh, once again, this is sort of like a mashup. I put these movies as a tie because essentially they're the same fucking movie. Uh, Rocky and Creed tied for Ooh, number nice. 19. Yeah, they're basically the same Creed's fucking movie. Yeah, absolutely. I adore it. Ryan, the Ryan Coog, the Coog, uh, who I love. He's going to be directing, what is it, Black Panther? Black Panther he's going to be directing? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool. Um, but Rocky is one of the best sports movies of all time. Creed isn't far behind either. My number nineteen, probably the last Tarantino on my list, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, Inglorious Bastards! I think you and I had exact opposite as far as our Tarantino structure went um, yeah. for those three films. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously the three films that we mentioned are Tarantino's three best works. Um, Inglorious Bastards, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I like that um, uh, Sam. Le- oh shit, what's his name? Sam something. He's like that kid that's like a little Jew that doesn't look like he should be in a military movie. What's his yeah, name? Sam like the, Sam the, Le- the Wolverine. Yeah, Little Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Levine. Yeah, definitely doesn't shouldn't be there, but uh, he is. So whatever. My number eighteen, baby. Want to get a, you want to get a sneak peek into the really fucked and drugged up mind of Charlie Kaufman? Yes. Check out Eternal Sunshine. It's a good movie. Eternal Sunshine, A Spotless Mind. I don't like Jim Carrey. I've made that very clear. I think Jim Carrey is awful in some stuff, but Eternal Sunshine just so happens to be one of the best fucking movies of all time, and it stars Jim Carrey, so I recommend it 100%. Absolutely. My number 18... A George R. Romeo film. Which one do you think it would be, Chadley? Dawn of the Dead? No, you're wrong. It's Night Riders. Uh, this is one of my favorite movies. This is one of my favorite movies that no one's ever heard of. Uh, it's, it's about these, uh, this traveling uh, renaissance fair where instead of horses, they use motorcycles. And it's basically the fucking boogie nights of uh, Ren Fair movies. It's, it's, so, it's about the American dream, and it's so preposterous that it even exists, and it's so long. But it's just, it's just like, it's so infinitely watchable. And no one's ever heard of it. But uh, if you take anything away from my list, watch Night Riders. Night Riders. I'll have to check that out. That sounds really fucking good. My number 17. This was a movie that when it came out, everybody made such a big fucking deal about it. Because it's really good. Again, maybe I'm putting too much Christopher Nolan on my list. But my number 17, baby. It's Inception. Oh, yeah. Inception's good. This is, Inception. Yeah, Inception it might be, it might is a good my movie. favorite Nolan movie, actually. It might be the only Nolan movie where no, Christopher Nolan is like his script was as smart as he thought it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be the only one, as far as I'm concerned. But this is a really good movie. Um, brought what I really like about this movie is it brought uh, one of the greatest actors of our time to light, uh, Tom Hardy. Um, Tom Hardy, man. What a yeah, gem. This was like, what a gem. He, he'd been in some stuff before, but this was like the first time people were like, oh shit, oh, he's fucking the best ever. Yeah. Um, my number 17, Chadley's favorite movie of all time, Skyfall. Skyfall. Finish, fucking good movie. Finishing off my 007 at number 17 for the list, but uh, still a great, great series of film. One of my favorites That's of all it. time. That's it for 007. Rest in peace. May you rest in peace. Daniel Craig, may he rest in peace. Yep. My number sixteen. Want to see a? Want to see a movie where uh, Kevin Spacey jerks off? Yeah. 
pretty good, man. This is called American Beauty. Oh, I love American Beauty. American Beauty is so fucking good. Um, Sam Sam Mendes uh, directing. Married to Kate Winslet. You know, Sam Mendes gets to go and bang Kate Winslet all the time. That's pretty cool. But uh, American Beauty is really good. It's basically about uh, a, a sad dad who tries to fuck a bunch of 15-year-olds. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, like, that sounds like a really I'm, – I'm, that's a gross misappropriation, but it is a very good movie. Yeah, it's really good. My number 16, my favorite Scorsese movie, Casino. Casino? Yes. Casino. I was talking to people about this last week, and they're like, Casino is often regarded his worst movie. And I'm like, by fucking who? This that's is so literally good. the best one. Yeah, I I, like, I, I I like Taxi Driver a lot. I like Goodfellas, but Casino is far and away the best thing he's yeah. ever made. Yeah, I didn't get any Scorsese on my list, unfortunately, because I do love Casino. But if it, if I were to put one, like Casino, I had a card. Let's just say I had one of those cards with Casino written on it. That's all I'm saying. I love Casino. It's it's one of those things that nobody really talks about because Goodfellas kind of overshadowed it. My but, number uh, fifteen. Yep. Go ahead. My number fifteen. Best twist ending of all time in any film ever. Uh, my number 15 is Old Boy. Yeah, Old Boy's real good. Old the Koreans know what they're good. doing. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is heart-wrenching. Um, the action is really swift and fun to watch. This is a fucking amazing movie. Another movie that our boy Lauxie thinks is one of the worst movies of all time. So Yeah, but did he watch the Josh Brolin version? Because like, I don't think Lauxie knows how to read. So Yeah, he did. He did. He did. You did okay. Well, then there you go. But 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 that means but that also means he'll never watch the original because uh, well, he already he already thinks it's bad. Um, yeah, and he already knows twist 15, ending. My number fifteen. Uh, we're finishing off uh, Paul Thomas Anderson with some Boogie Nights at number fifteen. Boogie Nights, man. I don't think I've I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's been a while. Is that Marky Mark? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I must yeah, have watched that movie in high school. I don't. Yeah, I don't fucking don't remember that movie at all. I, like, I know I've seen it, but I don't remember Boogie Nights at all, unfortunately. My number 14. Right. Yeah. My number 14. This is another one of those. If I put all these movies on separately, they'd be just fucking all over this list. Just Harry Potter. Sure. Harry Potter in general. Uh, I really like these movies. Um, yeah, they're pandery. I understand that, but they were the fucking pandering shit when I was a teen. So I was a zombie and I watched all of it. And now I love it. Yeah. It's hard to walk away. My number that. 14, often considered as the greatest movie of all time, I think by Chadley also. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. 2001 A Space Odyssey is real fucking good. Um, I'm scared, Hal, one of the greatest lines of dialogue. Or I'm scared. Dave is one of the uh, greatest lines of dialogue in cinema history, uh, as far as Perfect. I'm concerned. I fucking yeah, I fucking yeah, it love it. This is my favorite Kubrick, but I do like it a lot. Are you ready for one that might take you by surprise? It's a movie that I really fucking love. What do you got? My number thirteen. Imagine this, okay? Imagine Rooney Mara, Rooney Mara spouting off one of the most important pieces of dialogue in cinema in the past twenty years. She says, you're going to think that people don't like you because you're a nerd, but that's not the case. People don't like you because you're an asshole. And every fucking person in the planet who is a nerd who thinks that girls don't like them because they're nerds needs to fucking watch this movie. It's the social network, baby. Uh, yeah. David Fincher with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Andrew Garfield, Army Hammer over Josh Pence's body, uh, fucking <laughs> rowing the boat. Um, 
<laughs> that's one of that's a, really a, that's a bit that uh, that I enjoyed talking about. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, fucking social Darby hammer, so good, dude. Social social networks amazing. Uh, dude, Mark Zuckerberg's Fincher. out of control recently. Have you seen him like doing his live streams on YouTube? Or I mean, yeah, on dude, Facebook. Yeah, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. Uh, my, number thir- shut that- my number 13, uh, Cronenberg. I know you didn't put Video this on your list, but uh, it's Videodrome. Yeah, you're right. Videodrome is real good, dude. I, I was really sad because like, I do love James Woods, and like he's never a main character, so it is nice to see him in the, in the fucking spotlight. Yeah. Hell I yeah. do love James Woods. Another movie he's, that's he's very on the big screen. screen. Number I 12. Saw fly, I saw the fly in the Videodrome on the big screen on the same day, Chadley. Can you even imagine that? Oh shit, dude, that would kill me. Oh shit, I might die from that. Number, number 12. 12, this is a movie I saw for the first time about a year and a half ago, and since then I've seen it about six times, and it just gets better every time. My number 12 is Inside Lewin Davis. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Inside Lewin Davis, a Coen Brothers film starring my man Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver. That's, that's your favorite Coen? That's my favorite Coen, hands down. Uh, I think I put it at number three on my Coen list. I regret that heavily, because I rewatched yeah. it, I think, like, few weeks ago and i was like holy shit dude that's a real fucking good movie my number 12 pete kubrick the shining oh dude more kubrick that's i believe that's four in total on my list so that's how that's how much i like kubrick four cubes step on my cubes my number 11 jumping back into bond territory this is goldeneye baby there you go goldeneye pierce brosnan fucking david Duchovny? David Duchovny. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, Harold Hagrid Remus. It's a bunch of really good stuff. We all all love Goldeneye. My number 11, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, shit. The Steven Spielberg classic. Sam Neill, who can't act. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, who can. And uh, fucking David Attenborough. You know what's what's interesting about about the book, uh, Jurassic Park? Is 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 the lawyer is the hero in that book, like the main character? <laughs> yeah, he's the hero, and then like in the in in the movie, he gets eaten pretty like pretty soon in the movie. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about the uh, the book recently, and I guess like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that was uh, in Lost World is actually in the first book. Yeah, um, a lot of the stuff that happens in the Lost World, the movie. Um, here we are. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to pump into it? Because this is the 10 best films of all time. Top 10, everybody. We're, we've made it. We've made it to the top 10 greatest films of all time. And I think this entire podcast, the last two and a half years, has really been building up to the next 15 minutes um, in cinema history. My number 10. Man, I'm showing a lot of, a lot of love to David Fincher. This is Fight oh, Club. All right. Fucking, okay. You don't like Fight Club? Yeah, I like Fight, you don't Club, like Fight Club. Like, I don't like it as much as other people do. I think Fight Club is Fight Club is like deadly, and it is good. It is good. Don't get me wrong. David Fincher is incredible, but (laughs) it's also it's also the same. It's it's fucking Brad Pitt. It was him the whole time. What? Fuck. Yeah, no, it makes sense if you go back and rewatch it. It really does. I can debate you on this. Like, if you go back and rewatch it with the mindset. No, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's it's a marvel of filmmaking, Chadley. Okay. All right. All right. Because you seem you seem like you weren't in. You seem like you weren't down. I like Fight Club. I just don't like it as much as everyone else in the world, apparently. All right. So what's your number ten? My number ten. Alien. Alien. Ridley Scott, baby. 
uh, Sigourney Weaver, absolutely. A lot of people will make the case for Aliens. I like Alien infinitely better. Although yeah, Aliens I, I is totally, so good. I totally agree. Uh, Aliens is really good, but it's Aliens is nothing more than a generic action movie from that era, whereas Alien was something completely new and different. It had never happened before. Because um, The Thing came later, right? Because the thing, the, the thing had some of the same beats as Alien. But I think the thing came like a couple years later. Uh, yeah, the thing was in the eighties, and I think Alien was seventy nine. So, yeah, yeah, three late seventies. My number nine. This is definitely a nostalgia one, and I couldn't pick a particular movie, so we're doing Star Wars Episode three through seven. Okay, that the counts. good ones. The good ones. Um, yeah, I just I didn't want to put them all on here because then it would be like. Fucking Force Awakens, Empire Strikes Back, New Hope. They'd all be like right in this area. So I'm like, fuck it. Compress them all. Make it one thing. Put it here at number nine. Completely fair. My number nine. We love those Koreans. Ooh. Old boy. It's got to be old, old boy. boy. Yes. I knew this was going to be on your list. I was, almost, I was almost hoping that old boy would also be your 15 though because I was hoping we'd have enough fish. Yeah, well, oh, we, we so got a fish, though, so that's fine. Yeah, we, we got one. We got one of fish. Casino Royale is officially the 21, 21st greatest film. I'm glad we agree on that one because that's uh, one of the first films we saw together that uh, that really really got us into film. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, because you and I saw that in the theaters together. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fucking great. more than a decade ago. God damn. My number eight. Yeah. My number eight. Yeah. How would you feel? How would you feel if um, you were you were a young man? like you and I and uh, two young men and you wrote a script and it was your first time ever writing a script and you accidentally wrote one of the best films of all time. I would like it. I think that number eight is goodwill hunting baby. Sure. I love goodwill how, hunting. How do you like them apples. That's, I, I, you, I'm still kind of mad at how do you like them apples? Cause that's a, that's a terrible line, but to, to be good. fair, to be fair though, that was the first time that joke was ever made. So yeah. Well, okay, sure. I'll give you yeah. that. And, and like, this movie is good for Robin Williams alone. Like you could cut all the other scenes out and just have it be Robin Williams and still be a number eight. Absolutely. It's fucking amazing. My number eight, probably one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. Charlton Heston's planet of the apes. Planet of the apes at number eight. Planet of the apes. Yep. Is what he's throwing on here. Um, I'm just, I'm holding my breath. I'm getting ready to talk about Freddy got fingered as soon as it comes up in your list. Uh, My my number seven. I opted to only have one superhero movie on my entire list because um, I'm kind of done with them. But I'm also, you know, there's also good ones. So I threw it at number seven. This Batman Begins. Liam Neeson. All right. You're going Liam with that Neeson. one. Hey, you're that, you're that fucking guy. Yeah, I'm fucking that guy who loves Batman Begins because Batman Begins is a fucking motion picture and Dark Knight is a superhero movie. All right. All right. <laughs> fucking Batman Begins is a goddamn we haven't talked about it at length. You can go check out those episodes if you want to. Man, all, almost all. In fact, no. Every single movie that's on my list now is movies we've already talked about. So at this point, yep. we can just pump through it. My number seven, Liam Neeson's The Gray. Liam Neeson's The Gray? No way! Put it way on no! up I've seen Holy it probably a hundred times. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. I think it will be a cult classic one day. Liam Neeson's The Gray. Holy shit. My number six is a movie we already talked about. I think we talked about it somewhere in your mid forties. Uh, this is The Godfather. Yeah, The Godfather's great. I absolutely love it. I said it before. I'll say it again. First truly cinematic uh, motion picture in history. Um, My number six. This shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, but 
Fury and Loathing in Las Vegas. He's Man, I miss. I did not put this one on my list, unfortunately. I'm a monster. We're in the top five, Charlie. I should have. This is where things are going to get a little silly on my end, but uh, <laughs> stick with it. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm with you. Can we can we just assume that your real number one is Fear and Loving, or, or are these like? No, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. But okay. yeah, I assume Fear and Loving is one of my favorite movies of all time. My number five, we already talked about it. This is Ridley Scott's Alien. Alien, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, super good movie. Uh, I'm now. I'm just curious. I, I like. I want to get to yours. What's your number five? My number five is Patrick Swayze's Roadhouse. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? 100% Roadhouse is one of the greatest action movies of all time. Are you fucking kidding me? All right. My number four is a movie we talked about like a minute ago. My number four is Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Beautiful film. Planet of the Apes. All right. Let's, all right. Let's hear it. Let's see My number four. four. The best. Uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the better uh, uh, indie films of our generation. Number four is Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Dude, come on! We've been doing this for two and a half years. You're gonna, you're gonna fucking, you're gonna fucking botch it now. No, no, no. This is good. <laughs> Just we're gonna stick the landing here, Chadley. <laughs> All right, we'll stick the landing. My number three again. Like, a movie. You don't like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I guess you don't. Napoleon, you don't think. You don't think it's the comedy uh, indie film that defined our generation, Chadley? Right, is that what you're saying? I, guess, I mean. Fourth best film of all time. All right. My number three is a movie we talked about a couple of minutes ago. This is uh, uh, Steven Spielberg's greatest achievement, Jurassic Park. Sure. Absolutely love it, my boy. I'll go with uh, my number three. It's uh, the Wes Anderson that gets uh, very little attention, but is easily my favorite. Uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. You know what? This is a really good fucking movie. It did barely miss my list, unfortunately. In fact, I didn't get any Wes on my list. Um, sadly, I was so just offensive. going for, I was going for the low hanging fruit, the obvious shit. Sure. Um, Cause you're a white God, man. Yeah. Like the Godfather. Yeah. I'm a white dude. Um, unlike you. Um, but my number two, black, my, <laughs> my number two is a movie you prophesized would be my number one. It is not my number one, but it is my number two. Uh, 007, baby Skyfall, sure. greatest action adventure film ever created in my eyes. I adore this film. I'll probably watch Bye. it today. Honestly. My number two, The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. There it is. So wait, what? Now I'm confused. Because like I thought the whole rest of this list was gonna be joke entries, but then like that—that's like a legit entry. What? But like, so is Napoleon Dynamite not a joke entry? It's not. No, I am. I'm saying none of these are joke entries. If your number one is what I think it is, I'm gonna be I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I legitimately think Roadhouse my... is the fifth best movie of all time, Chetley. All right, I've never seen Roadhouse. I just, I just, I don't know. I've heard this not very good. So <coughs> here Wait, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Guy? What is fucking Seth yeah, McFarlane now? <laughs> uh, Ted. No, just kidding. Um, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. The single greatest film in history. According to me, you better roll up those windows, baby. It's Cube Country, 2001, A Space Odyssey, the greatest film ever created, perfectly crafted, perfectly written, amazing visuals, 1967. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a fucking amazing movie. It is my favorite movie of all time. If you get anything from this podcast, really, really, all you can do is just go and get like a fucking Cube collection at this point. 
Yeah. Basically, like, all right, well, let's, you can watch all the movies on our list just by buying a fucking cube collection. All right. Are you ready? Let's ready for it. number one, Chadley? The <laughs> finest comedy of all time? No, don't do it. <laughs> Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered uh, is my number God one damn. movie of all time. God damn, I knew that was going to be your number one, but like, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> it's the finest absurdist comedy of all time. People, di- people didn't get it. They still continue to not understand it. I think it is one of the most, I think it's one of the most profound movies ever made, Chadley. And uh, one day I hope it gets a dues. You hope it's good. Yeah, the fucking, the Oscars, the Academy will redact the Oscar given to Gladiator and pass it out to Freddy Gutfinger. I, I, I'm not a liar, Chadley. I said about four episodes ago that Freddy Gutfinger was my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> you did say that. I guess you're a man of your word. I should have trusted you. Well, I guess... <laughs> See, that's, that's a weird misdirect, right? Like, you think I'm not going to say Freddy Gottfinger? But guess what? I fucking did. I fucking did, Chadley. <laughs> so there it is. Buckley Duke's favorite films of all time include Roadhouse, Napoleon, Dynamite, Freddy Gottfinger... And The Grey. Don't forget The Grey. And, and The Grey. My favorite films of all time. Let's do, let's do a recap of top fives. Let's do a recap real quick. Okay. Uh, my re- my top five is Alien, Planet of the Apes, Jurassic Park, Skyfall in two thousand and one. That's a real that's a real that's a real safe list. Mine's Roadhouse, Napoleon Dynamite, The Life Aquatic with CZ, who The Big Lebowski, and my number one movie of all time, Freddy Got Fingered, the Tom <laughs> Green classic. Oh my god! I can't believe I can't believe you fucking stuck the landing. Stuck the landing, Chadley. Here's to another hundred episodes of preposterous shit. Absolutely. I'll throw here's here, here's my here's my um. Here's my promise, is that in 100 episodes from now, when we do the top 50 worst films of all time, I will put Freddy Got Fingered at number one. That's my promise. <laughs> all right. That is an absolute promise. Uh, That's make a good sure- promise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening for however the fuck long you're listening. Even if you listen to the first five minutes of the podcast and shut it off, who cares? Um, anybody who, who listened to the podcast, God bless you. Uh, we're going to be reviewing movies way into the future. Until we die, Buckley Duke. I would hope so. Yeah, until we die, which will hopefully be soon. But I would, think, um, I would think within the next five years, one of us will die. I think that's almost yeah. a guarantee. Yeah, at this point, like I feel like I'm probably gonna get like some sort of like um like lung poisoning from just like I don't know from just like living in so much filth. Like there's yeah, I don't know. You know, like you know, like when your lungs get gross and then your body starts to shut down and then like yeah. you get wrinkles, like like huge wrinkles at the age of like 28. Like I feel like that's gonna be me. Absolutely. I think that's true. Yeah. Can't wait to die. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. You can review some movies. At, you can do a live pod for my funeral. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, actually do a live <laughs> pod for my funeral. Um, but you know, in all reality, uh, in all seriousness, um, thanks everybody for listening. Um, here's to 100 more. Let's, uh, let's go review some fucking movies. We, we let's go review some movies. Go. I'm happy to break off a hundo. Tune in next week. Yeah. We'll talk about more movies. Fuck yeah. Watch Fight Club.